either way, you're gonna get us all killed. The size of that thing. I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Just A Tip Podcast. I'm your host Georgette and you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter and also you can follow the pod at Just A Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram as well and remember to use the hashtag JTT pod but I will say you guys are definitely getting better at doing that so that's great and was there anything else I was going to say? Also guys don't forget that kinkypanda.com are offering 15% off of all of their products if you use the code just the tip 15 just the tip 1515 um to get 15% off um which you should just do because sex toys are just just great i did also get a new sex toy um but i'm going to talk about it later it's fucking sick um Yes, and I have an, another guest with me yeah. who, I, I have to say, yeah, in the history of guests, she came with the correct package <laughs> for today's episode. She came with wine, Magnum, juice, Kit Kat, what's it? <sighs> yeah, I came prepared. Prepared. I knew it was going to be a lit episode, so I thought, might as well bring some lit gifts. Lit, that's what I'm saying, man. Lit gifts. (laughs) So for any future guests, I'm just saying, Wine and Magnum will never go miss. Yeah, step your game up, guys. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Introduce yourself and let people know who they're listening to. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, My name is Juliana, aka Jules. I am one half of a podcast called Artistic State of Mind, Mm -hmm. um, where we talk about theatre, film, screen theater film tv and music um and i do that alongside my co-host um charma k um so i've been doing that for close to three years oh i am God, also i'm also a writer director and what else do i do i'm also a producer as well are you yeah i don't know any of this yes what do you what do you write produce and direct so um i just recently shot my short film called broken um um which um currently is currently in the edit at the moment okay. um so I, I produced i directed that and i wrote it oh my gosh yeah. and it's been a, it's been two years in the making because i did everything pretty much on my own yeah um but obviously cast and crew when it comes to like the dop and the cast and whatever the people that do all the other stuff yeah um but all of that I did by myself. Before that, in 2017, I also produced a short film, which um, I bought out under my production company. I also have a small production company called Purple Night Colors Production. Purple Night Color Production, yeah. um, which I started in 2016. Um, so two projects to come out of that. And I'm wow. hoping to kind of continue bringing out projects from that. But that's what I do kind of like in not my, my spare time. It's... It's my hustle, yeah. Because obviously you got to pay the bills. Pay the bills for real. Um, so my full time job is um, a PA working in broadcasting. So that's what I do. But then on the side, I kind of like write and that do all of that so stuff. Cool. So cool. Yeah, that's that what is I do. Sick. I like. I love 
meeting people who are so creative and like just just hearing the different things that they do that is so sick. yeah me i get excited as well so when i even when i'm at work and people tell me yeah i do this i'm like oh my god really yeah it's like a, it's like a cape has just come off and you've become like a superman or a superwoman <laughs> i'm like wow i couldn't imagine For you real. doing <laughs> but yeah no like i'm exactly the same when i meet other creatives i'm like okay so what do you do okay let's exchange numbers literally let's do, this. Like, let's do that how can we work together they're that probably thinking so you're a bit much you know relax no, but i'm just like nah so cool. i'm all about collaborating with people as well yeah. so yeah also like you know what so i don't think i told you before but the first time that i came across you was at the podcast festival serious yeah oh yeah i was on there yeah <laughs> like i was in the crowd and i was just like Shh, she's so cool she's so funny <laughs> oh wow yeah. oh, that was so long ago yeah. that was like before i'd even before just a tip was even an, an idea like an in my idea. mind oh wow that's so crazy yeah oh god come a long way yeah yeah, so that, that was me hosting with my brother, who was the original co-host with me okay. on the pod. Yeah. But he moved to another country. So, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, man, he was just like, do you know, it's been fun, deuces, bitch. Yeah, man. I'm out. <laughs> I was yeah, just yeah. like, bruh, you know, feel my own. Yeah. But no, it is what it is. You know, I'm having fun doing um, the podcast now. It's still that's kind good. of like my passion and stuff. Yeah. So I just love talking about the arts. So. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. That's so good. It's a fun gig. That's so cool. <laughs> Right, let's let's kick this off. With, Ooh, I'm ready. With your icebreakers. <laughs> Let me so take you, a sip yeah, first. Yeah, probably. Quick. Probably best. Because <laughs> I'm not going to say it while you're sipping. Cause... Got it. Ready? Yeah. How's your gag reflexes? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm pretty all right, to be honest with you. I don't, it takes... Actually, back in the day, I used to be on point when yeah. it comes to... it. It would have to take a lot for me is to gag. It? Yes. Now, not so much. My boyfriend is just, he, yeah, he's interesting because maybe I feel like a lot of truths are going to come out. Yes, right now. they are. <laughs> yeah, no. I used to be a lot better. Yeah. Um, now I'm okay. I want to get better. I don't know if there's like throw exercises to do. Yeah. Where, you know, the gag will not happen yeah. or it's kind of like it chills and you can literally deep throat things. But yeah, I can. Yeah. My sister's got game, yeah. you know. She's like, she can I do can a thing or two. Throw. It's cool, it's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? But I know I, I like to be better. Yeah. I'm so like that's that. what it is. Yeah. That's so what like, it is. Yeah. Mine, you know what? Sometimes it varies. Like there's times where I can take it and I'm just like, yes, throw. Yeah. Like what? And really then, like surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, what? what? Damn. I didn't what? Gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have other times where I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, sorry. I was like, I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just like, like, sometimes my throat can be so, so sensitive where, yeah. where like, I'm like, am I going to vomit? And I'm just like, no. no like, yeah. I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm yeah. not going to vomit. But like, sometimes my throat is super, super sensitive. Uh. Um, I don't particularly know of, of any exercises, but one of my friends yet, she said that what she does is when she brushes her teeth, she like brushes her tongue, which you should do anyway. Yeah. Um, but like she proper goes for it and sticks her tongue out. And that when you breathe, that's ah. supposed to like reduce the gagging. Interesting. Yeah. I might actually read up on it because like you, I just want to be better. Like I, I always want to be better at anything. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, to gagging, yeah. Like I would just rather not gag because I can feel a bit like, Oof. but do you reckon the guy enjoys a little bit of the gagging? I think 
Yes, because I think for a guy's ego, he's mm. thinking, my dick's doing that. Yeah. And I completely get it. Um, but I think because I'm I'm quite competitive, yeah. sometimes I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm calm. It's not about yeah. your dick, yeah. like, though. Nah, man, it's because <laughs> like, I got that long throat. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, but I do think guys probably enjoy when a girl gags. And I mean, I've heard guys that are like, I want you to choke on my dick. Okay. Yeah. I have not experienced no. that yet. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah. So I think, yeah, guys definitely like it. All right. Second one. Oh, give it to me. Um, What's the, the dirtiest thought you've ever had about a stranger? Oh, my God. Mm. What's random the fantasies? dirtiest thought? Who? Um... The dirtiest thought, maybe like pre boyfriend, yeah. Pre boyfriend, <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie, like it's normal to have thoughts about other people, obviously, in your relationship. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you're a human being, yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm the dirtiest thought is probably doing some form of like kind of like sexual activity outside with someone oh i love the thing outside yeah, same i like the breeze to just yeah, touch me and then the adrenaline a, what's the word exhibitionist exhibitionist yeah type yeah. bit yeah i've gotten lazy now because i don't like winter when it's winter no. nah no. It's, i'm not about that no. life I don't want in the summer yeah i'm, I'm there i'm Ooh, there rip off clothes and everything <laughs> i'm literally just like oh take me now but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the dirtiest thought I've had. About a stranger. About a stranger. Just doing something randomly outside. Yeah. But and sometimes, oh God, now I feel like people, like if they see me on the train, or they don't know what I look like, but if they see me on the train staring at someone, I'm probably thinking something <laughs> sexual. Because I have had that thought. On the train? Yeah. Honestly. I've, I've looked at someone and think, oh my God, what is under that? Yeah. Like... I have train fantasies all the time, <laughs> like all the time. So I could be, and it's normally when I'm either like on my way to work or on my way home from work, probably more on the way to work because on the way yeah! back, I'm, I'm, I'm just not I'm too tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like on the way to work, like if I'm in a full carriage and I see a guy, I'm just like, rah. Yeah. My mind starts going crazy places, but then I'm just like, okay, I wonder what would happen if I was to go up to them and just randomly just kiss them and then they like accepted, accepted the kiss. The kiss. Ooh. I'm just like, what What would happen then? Yeah. Or I've got this really like, I guess it's kind of fucked, but like, whatever. Um, This like fantasy of everyone in the carriage just having like a mad orgy, orgy. in between when they get on and when they get off and then they get off and go to work and nothing happened. I'm just like, that would be so fucking hot. That would be so mad and so interesting and so fun. Like, That would be like... Because I feel like with things uh, like that, it's a thing where people just like, they drop every single inhibition and yeah. they just forget everything. They mm. forget about work. They forget about the person next to them and they just enjoy that moment. Yeah. And then they just go to work. Go about their business. Literally. I'm yeah. just like, man, that'd be sick. But it's never happened. Probably won't ever happen because, <laughs> I mean, public and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yes. And finally, what would you like your ice 
your icebreaker, no, Georgette, your safe word to be. If you even want a safe word, you don't have to have one. Okay, what would my safe word be? Um, oh, shit. Mm. Since we're out here drinking Magnum, let's, let's, let's make Magnum? my safe, safe word Magnum. Sick. That's a very good you one. You can think of two things right now when it comes to Magnum, <sighs> so you know. Listen, Magnum is, is where it's at. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie. Um, ooh, where do we start today? I, I'm so excited. Are you? I understand. Like, first thing is first, yeah. I'm literally like fangirling right now because oh. I've been listening to just a tip from the very beginning. I first heard you on um, Off the Cuff. Yeah. And obviously, those are my guys. Yeah, Love them yeah. to bits. Foles and um, Mr. Vans. And I was just like, I've got to listen to her podcast. And I listened to first. I was like, ooh. Then the second, I was like, damn. I was like, <laughs> first, I was like, do you know what? I'm hooked. And then immediately, I was like, oh, my God. Listening to my new fave. I literally uh, started tweeting. Like, So, yeah, no. I've been a huge fan. So I'm fangirling right now. Like, I'm so excited to be here. You don't even understand. As soon as I was like, I was like, I need to, I need to try and find a way to come on here. If Georgia but like, like <laughs> I say this all the time. I will. I'm. I'm so open. So if anyone um, felt comfortable enough to want to come on and just talk, I was like, let's come. Like, yeah. it's, it's fine. See, that's a good energy to have. Like, yeah. you know, just just come on my just show. Like, just, you, you just get to meet different people and hear different yeah like voices and stuff. I'm so, so glad yeah. that you've um, enjoyed the pod. Yeah. Like, I always get a bit um, shy. Huh. Ouch. Hold on. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm actually here. Um, if like people are like, oh my God, I listen to your pod and you're so good and blah, blah. Oh, I'm just I see like, what you mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause, because, and I said it uh, before, but I feel like when I'm recording, I forget that it's, it's going out, out to, to people. Yeah. Yeah. So then to me, I'm just like, well, I'm just having a conversation with like another person. Then I forget that I'm going to upload this and then however many people are going to listen and, and then... Yeah. Yeah. It's so it, like I get the same vibe as well when I record yeah. the pod um um artistic state of mind. There was one time um I went to a screening and I went with my brother and my sister and then we asked someone to take a picture of us and they was like, Oh, that's da 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 from artist I was like, what? You know what I look like? I was thinking to myself like I just go to these places yeah, and not think yeah. of any like, oh yeah, people listen. I'm the kind of person, I don't even check our listens. I don't even yeah. kind of like, I just kind of just put out the content because I enjoy putting out the yeah. content. And you know, if people listen, people listen. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I see what you mean. It's just like, how how yeah, do you know me? Like I um, had it um, when I was at an, an event and um, I think I was talking to someone and they were like, you're Georgette from Just a Tip. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, and you know, she's like, from your voice. I was like, no way. And I was like, that's like, to me, that's weird. And I don't think it's it's ever something that I'm going to get used to. Because I'm just yeah. like, ew. Like, <laughs> I don't do that. Like, I'm, I'm like, to me, I'm just a regular person. Yeah, that's I know just what you mean, yeah. Happy enough and open enough to talk about sex. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Enough of that. <laughs> All right, soppy moments. Yeah, isn't it? Enough <laughs> of that. So I'm trying to think, where is a good place to start with you? Because I just tend to write down my, my ideas in terms of uh, topics and then just kind of take it from there. Well, all, right. all is. Let's start with phone sex and oh, sexting. Okay. Mm. Mm. Do you, have you done either? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you good at it? Um, I think I'm quite flirtatious. Yeah, I'm quite a flirtatious person. When I meet somebody, I'm kind of like, I do. I'm really good at the innuendos and yeah. kind of just like saying the things and just doing a little sneaky thing here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm good at it. Yeah, I I don't know if I've you know gotten somebody i might have gotten somebody excited and you know they might have wanted it to come round, and i'm like no you know what i mean yeah but i'd like to think i am good at it can you give us an example oh, oh okay. <laughs> i fully just put you right on the spot but. okay i can think of a time just before my boyfriend yeah um where i was sexting a guy mm-hmm. and it was kind of like very kind of like sexual and you know talking about all like the sexual stuff and talking about coming on faces and all of that stuff and no it was very exciting yeah to the point where it was kind of borderline weird well first i think the day or two after that he sent me a a very weird kind of like video which was a voice note which was quite weird we'll go into that in a second okay um but i got sent a video of him um masturbating afterwards which was quite interesting i was like okay this is this is cute it wasn't cute but it was just like i like the the fact that it was just a fantasy and you don't want to see kind of like the going Mm -hmm. the aftermath of it Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean um but i would say that was probably a time which i kind of like vividly remember um i don't sex very much with my boyfriend Funny enough, why is that? <laughs> She's like, why don't we sex? Why, why don't we do that? But then, oh, that's do you ooh. see each other? Well, do you live together? No, we don't live together. Okay, but we do try and see each other nearly every week. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, actually, because we've been together nearly two years. Yeah. After a while, you know, you get into the yeah, yeah. the honeymoon phase is just like, huh. Yeah. Um, but in the beginning, it was kind of very like sexual and yeah. yeah well phone sex wasn't really kind of like our thing yeah but i would text like little sexy kind of like texts yeah. and you know uh i uh, send little cheeky little pictures and Ooh. stuff like that i'm very i'm i'm very weird about that like i said to him please i beg you in the name of god make sure <laughs> nobody sees your phone yeah or don't put no air airplay thing on like where you accidentally send it to someone because that's my fear yeah because i've experienced something where uh, uh something of mine was shared and it really? was yes when i was very young what was it it was it was an experience basically um there was a video of me going around me doing something very sexual and to the point where it was spread around my church oh my gosh yeah, yeah. but it was spread around by the dickhead guy who i didn't know i was being recorded neither so that's another thing uh <sighs> okay. I, I need a drink Hold on. yeah Wait, so that immediately is my fear like i don't want people like i'm fine with you staring looking at it enjoying yourself with yeah. it but when it comes to like please have a cute just be so safe this guy recorded you yeah without your knowledge yeah and then sent it around yeah that is such you know what that is such a dickhead thing to do. Yeah. Like, that's that's, un, that's unreal because I know that things like that, and things like that still happen. Yeah. Where, where people feel like 
they have the right to film someone in a very intimate moment mm-hmm. and then share it around. Yeah. And my mind can't make sense of why, why you would, you would do, do it. That. Other than to shame the person. Yeah. And, and again, that doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, but you were both there. Like, yeah. you were both involved. Girl. It literally, that was literally my thought process. And it was even, to be honest with you, it was a bigger thing than that because I, the the reason why the situation happened was because I just got myself involved in some dumb shit yeah. because of a dumbass boyfriend. Yeah. And just things just escalated beyond my own control. control yeah, yeah. And that situation that happened was a situation that I put myself in because I was trying to help a boyfriend. Yeah. Girl, you be doing young. Yeah. When you young, you do some you, dumb, you dumb shit. shit. Oh god, yeah. I done some dumb shit. dumb shit. And then just already the shame was there. Yeah. You know when the shame is there that I shouldn't be doing this, but I have to do it. Mm. And then afterwards, to then find out that it's it's now become like gossip town of the church and everyone's so, talking about. It. Yeah, the boy was in my church. Yeah, and the boy happened to be. <laughs> It's actually quite interesting. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Go on. So, <laughs> okay, 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 So the guy that recorded you uh-huh. and sent it around was in your church. Yeah. And sent it to other people in the church. Sent it to, I don't know how other people in the church got it, but all I know is that one of my friends was just like, Juliana, something's just come. And you know, back in the days, it was the pixelated phone. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It was literally like. <laughs> it wasn't even flattering. <laughs> It wasn't. It was pixel beyond measure. And I was just like, and I, I can't even remember what phone I had. Like, when I saw the video, I was like, what? That's how like, old were you? How old was I? Mm, 16. Okay. 16, 17. Yeah. I was like, I'm finished. I was like, I'm finished. I'm literally finished. How did the church handle it? Oh, not very well. To the point where the adults were gossiping about it. Because one adult saw it and gossiped about it. And then eventually got told to my parents. Nah. Yeah. Nah, I'm dead. Look, look this is the interesting thing. I le- Nigerian churches, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> but like, an, an elder didn't think to, well, didn't have a conversation with you about it? No. Not even wow. my youth. And the thing is, I was very integral in like yeah. the youth class i was very much involved yeah th- at that time of my life i was going through stuff but i was pretty much kind of like involved in the church i was getting like proper in like yeah. doing things and stuff like that so like it would have made sense at least one of the youth teachers to come to and come and have it. a conversation yeah nah, none of them nope but then that to be honest that church was Ooh. just a gossip filled church it was literally just like everyone gossiping about each other that's mad. And who wants to, like, what pastor's going to make who an elder? And who... Anyway, no, 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 yeah, let me yeah, go into yeah, that. Sorry, yeah, okay. <laughs> Church um, politics. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's that's where my fear came from yeah. in regards to, like, when it comes to certain things. Like, my boyfriend has been the only person I've ever shared any kind of, like, nudes, yeah. any sex, like, sexual pictures or anything. Anybody, if I was seeing you even for six months, you ain't, you are not getting anything because that nobody got anything because Mm. like I was just very much on edge. And it's hard because I feel like, like I think even with me, like 
I've had times where I, I think, can I trust you mm. with me sending you a nude? Or they would be so like strategically taken. So there's nothing that could identify it as, as me. Yeah. So even if it went around, people are like, oh, he's like, I know that's me. You know that's me. But I'm like, oh, cool. I'll be me. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I'd be like, all right, I will take a picture, but I purposely wouldn't put in my face, any tattoos, like nothing like that. Because I was just like, I don't want that to happen to me. And like, I remember my, my first boyfriend. So this was, I was between the ages of, shit, how old was I when we got together? Like 17, we were together for time. So like 17 till mm. about 20 odd. Oh, wow. Yeah. um so as the relationship progressed and he was my first as well okay so i sent him like more and more stuff and then when we broke up he was living with one of his friends and i remember his friend being like i don't want to say this to make it sound weird i was like go on but i mean he's like i've seen pictures of you my chest oh god my chest what what and so he had said that my my ex, this is how you know, yeah, it was time ago. He'd burnt the pictures onto a CD. My God, I'm finished. What? And and I was just like, why doesn't he just delete them? Like, we're not together anymore. So he like kept all of them. And then his boy had either come across them or he had shown him. But either way, he'd seen pictures of me in it. And I was just like, oh no. why would he do that? And, and I think things like that when it's an, an ex right when it comes to revenge porn yeah things like that i i, I don't understand because because i'm just like at one point we were very happy together mm. like we shared a period of time and there was love and blah 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 so why is it now that it's it's broken down would you do something so spiteful mm. um and so toxic and and i guess for me personally, like that's that's one thing that I don't particularly understand when it comes to relationships going bad and and people being just really really spiteful, because I'm like, regardless, you guys loved each other, yeah. So like I'm just like, is it worse that I loved someone that could do that to me, or that someone that claimed that they love me could do that that's, to me? Ugh, yeah. And so, but like also, I I have a lot of like mad thoughts anyway so I tried to not think too deeply because then I'm like I'll be single for the rest of my life because I'm just like nah um but yeah like things things like that I just don't get why someone would want to share pictures of you especially when you shared a, a very close and intimate mm-hmm. um moment together that's really fucked up yeah also very fucked up that that went around the church and no one came to talk to you and even my like, friend, one of my friends knew about it and she wasn't the one that told me. It was somebody else, one of my own oh. friends. I was just like, oh, I see, I see now. I see, yeah. But then again, like, not an excuse, but we were young those days. When Back in those days, it's just like, you know, seeing something like that. Oh, you're a hoe. You're a scare. Yeah. Oh my God, you sleep around. Da, 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 da. And, you know, sometimes, not saying it's okay, sometimes people are just like, well, I didn't know that about you. And yeah, I don't yeah. want to associate myself with, with you. you yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Which, by all means, that's your own business. But 
I felt like the friend that approached me knew what I was going through. Mm. So she knew. And she was like, nah. Like, Gianna, do you know that this is going around? It's going around. And I was just like, what? Mm. This is nuts. And that haunted me for years. Yeah, of course. Years. To the point where when I left the church... I left kind of like a couple of weeks. So I stopped going to church after that. My parents still kind of went and then eventually they left and went to another church. Um, But to the point where I started uni when I was 21 and saw some people that I went to the church with and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because it still haunted me at 21. Because it's traumatic. Yeah. Because I was like to myself, like, am I... mm, are people still remembering this? Yeah. But now I'm big, big 30. I'm just like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Real, like, I know that that person that did that violated yeah. that situation. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? Violated me by spreading that. And to be honest with you, he had his comeuppance, so I'm cool, innit? <laughs> Come as a bitch. Come as a bitch, baby. <laughs> wow. But yeah, bar like, kind of like, sexual pictures and sexting i definitely do that i used to do that a lot with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. like kind of be like oh so you know all of this stuff and yeah i'm wearing this yeah i'm really wet right now what are you saying are you coming sometimes my boyfriend used to come over in the beginning (laughs) he'd be like jay i'm coming (laughs) like cool babe Yeah. Oh, those were the young fun days. But like, (laughs) even that, like, there isn't any reason why you can't bring that back. I guess it's true. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes, oh, life, not an excuse again. Mm. But you know when you just like you're so kind of like focused on getting places, and sometimes you get you you neglect your relationship. Mm. But I know that I'm trying. We're both trying. Yeah. To like be better. Yeah. There's been there was one time where I just I realized actually I'm not gonna see the babe for like two weeks. This is really bad. So I was like, I'm so babe. (laughs) When are we gonna see each other? But yeah, for real. (laughs) Literally, that's literally because sometimes I find myself because I'm so busy. I keep myself busy. I forget. Like, I need to, we need to, like, work on this. Yeah. Like, it's not a thing where you just kind of leave each other yeah. and go about your business and mm. stuff like that. And he's pretty flexible compared to how yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so let me look at my diary. Okay, I'm free here. And, and I look at your diary for your babe. I'm not do. I, I try not to do that. Yeah. I try not to. But, like, I, I do get it because that that's also just life. Yeah. Like, the older we get, life is so full on. Yeah. Like, even, I was at work yesterday and i was going through my weekends and my next free weekend isn't until like may oh my god and i was like what I the hell no. like what the and i was so annoyed and i was just like nah this this adult life yeah <laughs> how do i unsubscribe because i'm not on it like yeah yeah okay. no because okay. I, I i like i think if it it would have been it it would be so much easier if we lived together. Yeah, of course. Um, kind of like being able to see him, being able to have a conversation with him. But trying to do that when you live in two different kind of like towns and then figuring out, okay, I live in London, you live out of London a bit. Yeah. So, oh, we've got to think about congestion oh, charge. When yeah, can you park yeah, your yeah, car? Yeah. Yeah, and all of that stuff, all of that stuff equates, okay, maybe the weekend is the best for you to come round. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it is a work in progress. I'm not going to lie to you. I was just like, oh yeah, I can do this relationship thing. I can. But when you kind of think about it, the work that goes into goes it, into it yeah. you forget about the yeah, work. And well. You're just like, yeah, no. But then I think, and I won't even stay on the topic too much, but I feel like some people do that when they get married, Mm-mm. where they're so focused on the wedding day. Girl. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're so focused on the wedding day that they don't think about the work that literally happens from after that. Even right. like on the run up to the wedding day. It's of course it's extremely, extremely stressful. And I think most people end up um being introduced to a new side of their partner that they've never seen before mm. because you've got this huge element of stress and planning and blah blah blah. But then when it comes to let me tread carefully here. It's okay. When it comes to like people being like, oh you know what? We were together for eight, nine years, we got married and we got divorced within a year. Yeah, I have a few friends that have in my mind, I'm like Nothing should have changed. Yeah. Because the hard part was all prior. So the way I think, if I do get married, like I'm just like, nothing would actually change. We would just have like a very small wedding day because I'm I'm not on a big charade. I'm not on that. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, if I could elope, I would do it. Listen, I say this all the time. But my parents that's, are that's Nigerian. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. And my, my mom was already like, like, you're mad. Yeah. You're obviously mad. My, literally, my mom was like, Junana, we're going to do traditional <laughs> engagement. I said, where? I said, look, if you're paying for it, I might allow it. She's like, we pay for it. Me and your dad, we pay for it. I'm like, mm, I'm, on, I'm still unsure. I don't know. I'm, I'm very, like, I've, I've already said no to that. And I know that they're like, <laughs> yeah. what? But I'm just like, I would only be doing that for them. Mm. And I just think there are so many other things I can do for the benefit of my parents than a traditional engagement that I I probably won't really enjoy. It's very long. I've been to like a couple and I'm just like, you know what? I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, And then when it comes to like a big ass wedding, some of my friends that are, are getting married, when they tell me how much things cost, I say, for why? See, that's what I'm saying. Look, for absolutely why? I am ready to just go to Barbados, invite okay. 25 okay. people and keep okay. it moving. And also, yeah, I'm a bit spiteful in it because I would do it abroad knowing that some of you people really can't travel. Yes, that is me. <laughs> so that is like, literally me. Okay. Oh, such a shame. Oh, oh wow, well, you weren't on the guest list, but oh, it's okay. okay. Yeah, literally, I'm like, oh, damn oh, it. Sorry. I really oh, wanted no. you there when I know that that visa is really expiring. <laughs> So we've kind of deviated. But yes, so going back to sexting, right? I feel like when I think about how I used to sex to how I sex now, I was like, I was a novice man. Like I'd be like, oh yeah. Um, and I want you to look deeply into my eyes and oh, God, tell me that the I'm romance. so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> tell me that I'm so beautiful and then kiss me gently. Whereas like now I'm just like, oh, we used to tear my clothes off and spit in my mouth and... Better, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. that reminds Better me. Shit. This one is this one is an interesting one. So, I'm somebody. Yeah, when I want something, I'm going for yeah. it. I'm going to get it. So, there was this guy in my university that I'd seen across the way. I think he was a year above me. Yeah, seen across the way. I'm like, oh yeah, he's cute. He's got a cute little face. Mm. I'd like to sit on that. Oh. You know. Um, but then, kind of like you know, life gets yeah. you go on with life then one day i had a dream about him and a very sexual dream i said nah this dream needs to come to pass <laughs> it fully needs to come to pass i can't be feeling all kind of wetness from waking Mad. up and not have Mad. this happen mm-hmm. so that happened i didn't know him from adam 
bearing in mind. Oh. I just known him from like walking, mm-hmm. like, you know, you see somebody's face yeah, or yeah. whatever, whatever. But I was following him on Twitter back in the day. Yeah. So I literally just kind of like, I think I said, I must have just tweeted him because he wasn't following me. So I said, oh my God, I had a dream about you. It was very, it was a very interesting dream. And then he responded back to me, oh, what was the dream about? Oh. So I was like, oh, we go in there. I said, well, follow me. Wait. You'll find out. Oh! We think I'm going to be, nah. <laughs> We're having this conversation in the DMs. Oh, shit. I literally, I look, when I said that Energy. dream was so vivid, I said, this dream must come to pass. And it, did it? it? Oh, yeah. It sure did. A few times. <laughs> it, it sure did. And I'm a go-getter. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I told him about the dream. I told him about the things that I can do. And I was like, yeah, I would like to do this and do that. And I remember being so excited. That was just so exciting for me. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And just the fact that I felt like I wasn't the t- the the typical day-to-day GDR yeah. that I was kind of like, in my inhibitions, kind yeah. of like, oh yeah, let's do that. And da, 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 da. yeah, we did the thing. That is I was sick. very happy. That was like my kind of like fuck buddy moment. And yeah, it's just like, See, I, yeah, things like that I like because I feel like, and I'm sure I've said it before, yeah, like if I meet someone, I can tell if I'm gonna fuck them or not. Cause I will literally think, oh, I feel like I'm, I'm, yeah there's this this vibe mm. and then if i feel like that tension is building just from like a normal conversation then i'm just like oh we're gonna fuck oh. we're definitely we're You're definitely gonna up do feelings it. in my spirit and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then i feel like um your conversations will naturally just kind of go that way yes um and then you can kind of pick up on what that person's into as well mm-hmm um which also brings us on to another topic oh but i was just thinking was it okay wait before we go there one thing that i was thinking about is when i used to sex drive like if a guy initiated it i was like oh i'm so horny for you right now what are you wearing i could be in my ones and oh baby i'm just hearing like in my underwear and a t-shirt no (laughs) no i'm in a onesie i have a face mask on I've got a cup of tea. I'm about to watch EastEnders. Like, yep. it's not even that sexy, but I would just kind of go with it. Yeah. Um. And sometimes I'm like, did guys not clock onto that? But then, like, I guess if you're feeling extremely horny, yeah. Why would you think, oh, she's lying? Whereas, t- like, now, like, I would never lie. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I think, like, obviously, men are a lot more visual. Yeah. In yeah, how yeah. they're probably like, oh, she's sending me this. I can visually see her mm. being like that. And she might really be like that. But like you said, you might just be in the onesie and the, the headscarf on, just chilling with a cup Honestly, of tea. It's, it's not that deep. You know. Um, but then I guess when it comes to how I sex now, it's fucking fantastic. Oh. I, I love sexting. I love phone sex. I like a guy being like, what do you want to do? Oh, I might need a couple of tips, you know, mate. I want (laughs) you to do this and I want to try this and blah, 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 blah. Um, And I just feel like you get to explore that person like in a different way. Yeah. Um, And I think even with relationships as well, the more you explore sexually, the more you just kind of get to explore that person as a person mm-hmm. as well and not just oh this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend blah, blah blah like as an actual person um because i think some people like 
if you have different sexual preferences, again, an, another topic, um, you can almost feel like, oh, well, my partner doesn't like this and they don't like that and blah, blah, blah. And anyone that's that's told me that, like, I'm just like, have you asked them? Mm-hmm. Like, like, have you actually had a conversation as awkward or as embarrassing as it might seem? They might want to do the same freaky shit that you want to do, but because you haven't brought it up, they're like, oh, okay, well, they're not into that. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's just some food for thought. But in saying that, going to back back to what you said about knowing what your partner wants, I think that is such a, a key thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, something I am learning because obviously when you're in a relationship, you learn those things. When you're kind of just like in a, in, and I don't know, maybe it's just the experiences I've had in the past yeah. where, you know, sometimes if you're just having sex with someone, some of them, some of these guys just be like, I just want to fuck. Yeah. I, yeah, I do want to fuck, but I want it to be an experience yeah, as well. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it has but, to be. But some of these niggas out here just be like, I just want to fuck. I'm just do, do my bit and then bounce. Do you get what I'm saying? Maybe it's just the guys that I've been, yeah. been with, whatever. But it's so important to kind of know, oh, babe, what did you think of that? Yeah. Was that okay? Da, 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 da. Feedback I, is so key. Yeah. I'm like, in my relationship, he, like we do that because um, I'm a bit kind of like now back in the day well I still think my head game is strong yes but energy. my head game is strong I used to have niggas bussing real quick yes energy and, then, <laughs> and the thing is I don't know what it is god bless my boyfriend but I don't know whether guys I don't know whether it's a uh, there's certain guys that just don't us when it comes to it someone comes to i just find that strange yeah like i've spoken to a few guys that have been on the pod that have told me that they don't come from head and i think i don't know who said it first and i was just like huh you what because in my experience if i'm sucking a dick you're coming yeah so when i'm hearing guys that that don't i'm just like why like and look i'm not gonna lie i'm not sucking a dick more than 15 minutes <laughs> b i'm really not you have to I'm work like, that nut sometimes that, <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, babe. Because, yeah, okay, so here's the thing, yeah. When you've got to suck it for time, your jaw just aches. Yo. Your jaw aches. And apparently and you get locked jaw and that's yeah. not a good thing. And it's like, I've had times where I'm like going at it and I'm peeking up like... Any minute Nothing? now. A- Anything? Any minute now would be great. And he's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I need more. And I'm going more. for it. And I'm going for it. And I'll like pull it away to be like... Just try to like yeah. massage my jaw real quick <laughs> and get back into it. And I'm just like, I know this head game is A1. Like, yeah. what? Why haven't you bust? Um, yeah, but then from what the guys have said, some just don't. They just don't come from head, which still baffles me. But it still like, really, yeah, it cool. really baffles me. But then I know that because I have heard it before, I know that I'm like, Juliana, don't worry. It's not your head game. <laughs> yeah, you, like you good. Like, yeah, you good. You're fine. Do you know what I mean? I know. Do you know if you had? Well, no. Let's not go there. I'm <laughs> just about to say something really cheeky. I'm not about to. I'm not about to do that. <laughs> okay, so something else that I wanted us to talk about today um, was again, I guess to do with sexual partners, but more so protecting the ego of a sexual partner and why people do that Mm. so this kind of spurred oh i wonder if she'd hear this so basically i was having a conversation with one of the girls at work and she was explaining a sexual situation that she had with a guy that she's dating and it 
it wasn't what she had wanted or she didn't enjoy the sex. Mm. And I was like, why don't you just tell him? She's like, oh, like, I don't know. And I was just like, why? Yeah. Like, why would you not say, oh, you know what? I don't want to do that. Or I would prefer doing it like this and blah, blah. So I had a whole conversation about it. And I was basically telling her how how open I I am. So I would tell a guy, I didn't like that because of this. Or I did like that because of this, blah, blah, blah. And I told her that I felt that she was trying to protect his ego. Mm. And then we had a whole conversation and like around it. And I was just thinking like, why do we do that? And I feel like it's something women do yeah. more than men. Oh, yeah. Because, um, and I'm not trying to say what men think, but I think in my experience, if I've been, in my early experience, if I've been with a guy who just thought I was shit, okay, who just thought I was completely shit, instead of having a conversation with me, he'll just bust out and I just won't hear from him again. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, cool. Whereas I feel like, women will will keep at it but not say okay you know what this is what I don't like they'll just say okay well maybe the next time is going to be different and then maybe that's when he'll like give me head and yeah. da, 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 da. so yeah so like I was just thinking about why why women feel like they have to protect a man's ego that's interesting I don't know whether I might be completely wrong but sometimes it might be to do with the fact whether they like them enough or they don't like them enough do you understand what i mean yeah so for example i might in the past you know when i was having sex with someone if it wasn't great i felt like i've liked them too much to say anything because then i've not wanted them to go and maybe you know the second time round it might be a little bit better Mm. or the third time round, and now i'm just making excuse for this guy and it's just really shit and whatever but it might that I I don't know. I might that might be the case. But then again, like if you're looking for bomber sex at the end of the day, like it needs to be a pleasurable experience for both of yeah, you. 100%. Like I think obviously, like you said, in your earlier experiences, you're you tend to be a lot younger. You're just like, oh, do you know what? I don't know if I'm. Is this do I need to say yeah. anything? Nowadays, I'm just like, look, babe. That's what it is. Like this, this was cute, mm. but let's 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 cut it down. Mm, but you know what I mean? You've definitely hit something in terms of if you like somebody too much, because you almost don't want to do anything that's going to rock that situation. Exactly, because it's so nice for you that in your mind you're like, well, everything else is great, mm. so I don't want to say anything to make him feel away because I like him that much. Yeah, but then I think. On the flip side, sometimes a girl won't say anything because they don't like him that much. And they're like, well, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I'm just like, think about the girl after you. Exactly. That he's going to school him a little bit yeah, before he literally. goes on to the next one. Do you know what I like, mean? Think about her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think if I've ever not said anything to protect a guy's ego, it's either been because I didn't know how to address it. Or because I have liked them too much. And I think that's probably happened to me in previous relationships mm. where I've been like so in love that I'm just like, as much as I hate that session, I'm not going to say anything because like, I love him and yeah. we're, in a, we're in such a good space. It's a great relationship and blah, like that's stupid. It's really, for me, I can say that that was a stupid way to think because I have to think about every single aspect. And if the sex 
is lacking, then it means that that relationship isn't the way that I want it to be because I hold sex so high. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, su- like, yeah, it's super interesting that what we do as women to kind of like, not shut ourselves down, but not be able to kind of like openly say like, well, that wasn't really great. And yeah. maybe consider doing your tongue this way. Yeah. Or maybe flip me a little bit, be more aggressive, do yeah. all of that stuff, you know. Like, it's okay to have that conversation, whether it be somebody that you're just having a sexual experience with, or whether you're in a relationship with that person, because at least both of you are learning something a little bit new yeah. and you're taking yourself through that 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 experience. I think sometimes we're just kind of like, I think with guys, it's easier to say, well, that was shit. Yeah. And they will happily openly say, that was shit. Your pussy's dead. Like, mm. are we really? really oh my God. Um, did you see that, that video on Twitter? And I don't normally do like topics from timeline but there was this video of this guy he must have been maximum 20 years old and he's talking talking to a girl i was flabbergasted i was (sighs) fucking disgusted i said i can't i cannot honestly right i'm watching this video and i was just like you little shit yeah you little like it's that whole thing of yeah so what I still beat you though. I still did this. And I still own you. Yeah, and you're still like, going to come back to me. And things da, like da, 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 that. Da, da. I'm just like, that's that's not what sex should be about where yeah. you, you feel like because you've had sex and I'm not just trying to say that this only happens with men because I do feel like some women do it mm. as well. Where because you've had sex, you feel like you've got like upmanship on them. Oh yeah. To be like, yeah, so what? I still had you moaning. And I'm just like, bruh, I would hope so. Exactly. I would hope that if we're having sex, I'm moaning. So for me, like, I'm just like, that's that's not really a diss. Like, I should be moaning. But then again, when you're that young, you yeah. don't see it like yeah, that. Yeah. You're seeing that, oh my God, this guy's just dissed me. He's publicly dissed me. Yeah. And he's saying all these bad things about me. Already, I'm vulnerable in the sense yeah. that, you know, if somebody finds out about this, the shame is going to be on the woman. On, on, yeah, it's naturally real. always, it's, it's, it's a bad thing, but it's always on the woman that, oh yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself. You, you're giving this guy like dead pussy mm. and whatever, whatever. Whereas it's the guy that's the dickhead on the phone because let's be honest, what was he doing? Exactly. Like honestly, that, that video, like I think I watched it twice and I was just like. When I watched it, I said, and the person that was, do you know what makes me upset is the person that was laughing, just laughing at yeah. him. Yeah. That. That's what irks me because I was just like, nah, that's not even funny. That's actually not. And funny. again, to film him doing that, yeah. and then to upload it. Yep. Like, I'm just like, why? Somebody's son. <laughs> this is somebody's son. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If I have kids, yeah. Like it, it's so important to me that they understand sex, like age appropriate yes. sex, anyway, so that neither can be out there shaming people or can be being shamed by anybody mm-hmm. no like it's just impossible and i like i felt for the girl on the phone because it's like i felt like she still has a lot of growing to do because do you think you could ever say that to me and i'm going to stay on the phone so mm. you can say all of this shit yeah like even that kind of um gives you an, an insight into her self-worth i guess to allow someone to just berate you like that yeah. for, for so long but though i think 
like going back to what you said it's that's why it's so important that you know when we're educating like when it comes to younger generation that or when we do end up having our own kids Mm. like the education of sex needs to be kind of like you know we need to have that open conversation because i can sit here talking to tell you about like how i want to talk about sex like interesting but yeah but it's just kind of just having those conversations and knowing be having to be respectful yeah and i think my brother's lucky enough because he's the middle one and he's the only boy he has two girls older one and a younger one so we've told him we've always kind of like been open like had open conversations especially with me he's seen the niggas that have come (laughs) through and he's been like juliana no and i'm like yeah i know You're like, allow me. Allow me, please. Allow me, please. (laughs) Please allow me. But he's very much aware. And it's just like, it's just being able to speak openly and just having those conversations and saying, look, this is not how you treat people. This one, like, literally. You know, it's not okay to be like sitting there talking to a woman like that. It's not okay to sit there talking to a man like that because it's just like, they're a human being. Do you know what I mean? First First and and foremost, foremost, do you get what I'm saying? Whether or not you've had sex with that person, still treat that person with respect. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't want to have sex with them, have that conversation and say, actually, do you know what? It's been fun. Not about that life. Let's keep it moving. Mm. And by all means, go your separate ways. Yeah, for real. But I think that's up to us to do that but then yeah. again we don't know what that guy's situation might be and his parents might have been just like be telling him about sex and being whatever whatever but then yeah. we've got to think about the influence of friends you've got the society of media that's another journey yeah, in itself yeah, but then again it's it's just so important to kind of like having those conversations and being very much kind of like open about it not be afraid mm. to have those converse conversations and that's why it, i think it's so important to have like podcasts like these and just people just openly speaking about their sexual experience because yeah. it shouldn't be stigma yeah it, it, there's no stigma to it yeah like we out here having sex Wait, this is what i'm saying we're all doing it do you know what i mean i sit and look at someone on the train and be like you'll be having sex <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> or walking down the street. Oh, you'll be having sex too. Having Do you get what I'm well? saying? Yeah. Everybody's having sex. Let's not sit around and say like, oh yeah, nah, I didn't beat that girl. Bruh. Mm. We know you have sex. For it's real. okay. For real, for real. Um, I was thinking about my sexual preferences because I don't know if they're, would I say that they're wild? But either way, to me, they're quite interesting, right? And I was thinking about like, where they came from so like the root of any preference that i've, I've ever had so i thought mm. you know what i'm gonna save this for you <laughs> um to just kind of explore where we think our roots of sexual preferences have come from so for instance like i like as much as i'm a bit of a switch i really enjoy being a sub okay and i was trying to think where has that come, come from? from like where has it come from where i like to be tied up or i like to be whipped or i like to be choked like sometimes like i'm just like it doesn't even make sense but then i think about um if it's the whole it being quite intense Mm. or the fact that I'm giving that power to another person. Because I think most people would say, oh, well, if you're a sub, it's because like in your everyday life, you're quite powerful and blah, blah, blah. So you enjoy kind of relinquishing 
that power to a sexual partner. And I get that. But then I'm, I'm, I'm also like, I don't know if it's that for me. Um, and I think from like a young age, I've, I've always had quite vigorous training in the sense where I used to do like a lot of sports and I used okay. to dance and, and blah, blah, blah. So I, I used to train a lot and it was always very intense and it was very much like, do it like this, do that, da, da, da. So like, I'm just like, is it from that? Where I I like being told what to do, to do. in the bedroom. It like might be a, it, I think it's a subconscious thing. Yeah. Because I'm literally, I'm the same way. Okay. Like, I like the whole kind of like tying me up, you know, choking me. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I feel like choking just takes me to another, another destination. Another place is what I'm saying. No, there was one time my boyfriend did that and he was, he was scared. <laughs> but I was like, no. More, Tr- you're more, like, more, yeah. more. And he's like, babe, are you sure? I was like, look, trust me. Yeah. It, it's doing something yeah, right yeah. now. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know where I, because that has actually been a thought of mine. Where there's that, you know, the aggression, the yeah. kind of like being kind of like rough come like, from. Borderline violent. Yeah. Like, where does it come from? Because like, I'm not a fighter, right? I've never had a fight, whatever. But when it comes to like, the bedroom i'm up for like mm. that battle yeah and i'm just like where does that come from like, it, yeah i would like i would like to know that as well i don't know like i'd like to hear from some psychologist from, from someone or therapist to tell us why because it is kind of like it, it, it it's a thought process and at one point did i think because I had a very kind of like disciplined kind of childhood. Mm. Is it play from that at the fact? But then again, it was just like, is that borderline weird? <laughs> Where like the the fact that I was quite disciplined growing up and to have to be disciplined in the bedroom, does is that? Yeah, like is there a like, link? Is there a link? But then again, I don't know. Maybe because I feel like when it comes to like sex, the inhibition is so different yeah. to your everyday life. Like, I feel like you're, when I'm having, I'm a completely different person yeah. to the person you see every day, the person you see walking down the street, the person you see at work. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like that's a place where it's just like the energy is just so different. Yeah. So being that the energy is so different, you want to be able to do different things. Yeah. And I think that being choked, being whipped, being tied up yeah. is just so different to your everyday thing. Yeah, yeah. Like... It's kind of like your second, your ego, yeah. like your, your, what is, what's that thing? Uh, your alter Spit, ego. Yeah, alter ego. Split personality. That's a alter different ego, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, alter ego. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, I'm going to be this person in the bedroom mm. and I'm going to really enjoy that and I really like that and da 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 and do this to me. And your per- partner's like, or oh, the person you have to say, like, like, oh. Is this you? you? Yeah, literally. It's I'm like, yeah, like, be it is. Now, knew? what are you like, saying? <laughs> yeah, and, and I think even like it can go back to things like where you have had to carry a certain side of you for the world, right? Mm. So then when it comes to you having sex, like all, all of that, you almost get to drop all of the weight and all of the baggage. Yeah. And you can almost be like com- completely free. So then... I wonder, well, is it part of that as well? Because I think when I was a lot younger, I was I was 
putting on a show for everybody. Like everybody wanted a certain side of me. So I was actively giving them that mm. as opposed to just being myself. Yeah. So I almost feel like when I'm com- complete, I mean like now it doesn't happen. But before, when it came to me being like completely true to me and the person that I am, I only got to express that through sex. Yeah. Because I either had parents that were like, you shouldn't be having sex before marriage mm-hmm. or, or the church saying that. Or I had friends who I was telling them like bits about what I was doing, but not too much because I didn't want them to think that I'm loose, even though they're my friends. Yeah. They could still be like, Roger, yeah, like, like that's a bit much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think when it comes to how I have sex now, because I don't feel like I have any inhibitions when it comes to sex and I'm and I'm very much open to exploring everything. And I guess because of the podcast as well, I'm like living my truth 100%. Mm. And it feels so great for me for someone that wasn't doing that for so long. Um, so maybe it's that. Maybe, maybe it's actually that because... So, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this or not on the pod, but I'm about to do it anyway. So, I am attracted to both men and women. Mm-hmm. I've been very, very clear about that. But even that, yeah, like, I was just like, where did that come from? And I remembered, right, my first actual experience with a girl was when I was in primary school. Oh. Like, hella young. And it was this girl who I used to go to her house after school, probably like almost every other day. And we would play mums and dads, right? But I would always say, I'm the dad. Mm. And then we would like kiss and we would like dry hump and all of this shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, so I know that, that that was there, but for so long after that, I thought like it didn't happen. Where, like, I think because I was, like, that young, like, in my mind, I was like, I didn't do that. But then the older that I've got and the more that I actually, like, look into my childhood and blah, you're blah, blah. living and yeah. you're kind of, like... The more I'm like, okay, so that did happen. And then I'm like, so if I've been attracted to women or to the same sex from a young age, did I, like, push that back? into my mind and say no i have to find men attractive just mm-hmm. because that that's what people say yeah like i also think that it, it it's a condition it's so interesting it's a conditioning thing is it's kind of like our environment and what we see around us as well um i'm actually writing a play are you yes literally about a british nigerian girl who has hasn't come out to her parents she's kind of like living as being bi yeah but then she doesn't she knows that she's not bi she's actually full-on like lesbian Lesbian. Mm -hmm. but she hasn't come to terms with telling people around her who are her friends and even telling like having a conversation with herself Mm. so it i think like how i'm telling the story is that you know the fact that the church comes into play you know your culture comes into play the people you hang around with your childhood all of those different things come into play where it kind of like has conditioned you to believe that actually the feelings that you have, and then again, I might be completely wrong, <laughs> that the feelings that you have aren't the right feelings to have. To have. Yeah. And to the point where you believe in those conditions, that the feelings that you have, you're just like, well, no, you kind of push them aside. Yeah. And with this particular character, she's kind of like doing the reliving of the moments of, you know, 
the first time I was attracted to my science teacher, mm. the first ever, my first ever experience of masturbating was to a poster of Madonna. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Those things there, yeah. which she was kind of like, oh, well, I'm going to forget about those things yeah. because they didn't really happen. And because it didn't avoid, involve, you know, an encounter with a boy or or with a guy or with a, a B2K poster, then it Ooh. didn't mean anything. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Whereas those feelings are very valid yeah, and they've shaped you into who you are, but then you need to kind of like live that, if that makes sense. Because yeah. like, I'm not going to sit here. Like there, there'll be moments where I don't think I'm, 100% attracted to girls like that. Do you know what I mean? I find women are sexy. I'm like, oh, damn, I could do that. You can appreciate Exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I've never had a sexual experience with a woman. If there was a time that will come to that, I would absolutely do it. Yeah. I don't have no qualms. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm all about just being liberal and enjoying this, that, that moment and whatever. Um, but I always believe in like kind of just enjoying that. Yeah. And it's okay to be you know free with that free, yeah. and you know like in the day and age kind of like we we do kind of like suppress yeah a lot of things I, I where you get an adult and you think hold on that happened yeah and why did i suppress it mm. what was the reason behind it and it's up mm. to us yeah to get round those curves mm. into why we suppress that emotion why we suppress that feeling or why we suppress that memory yeah because something clearly has triggered us mm. to be able to relive that moment. So yeah. it's, we have to deal with it. Yeah. And I think for me, um, I used to always say I was just bi curious. I was like, oh, look, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, I'm, I'm curious, I'm curious. But I, I, but I would also like actively seek out finding a woman to talk to on, on that level, mm. just to be like, do I really want to do this? And I think part of me has always known um, but then my upbringing and my culture and, and blah, blah, blah. It was very much like, you don't do that. Yeah. Like you're a woman and you're supposed to be with a man. Mm. So I think with that, like ideal pushed onto me, like I was just like, okay, then that's yeah. what I'm supposed, supposed to, to do. do. Yeah. Um, but it's only like the older that I've got and the more the curiosity, I, I guess, like it just got bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger. And I was like, you know what? Let me just see. And then I did. And I think that's it's it's probably only now that I'm that I'm like, I find women attractive. I would have sexual encounters with a woman. I, I might I might even go as far as to say that I would date. Um, but then I'm also very aware that I find men more attractive. Mm -hmm. And if I was to think about who I would have a relationship with, it would be a guy. Mm. But I just think maybe if I gave myself the chance to explore that from a younger age, I probably wouldn't have had such a like confusing time of, yeah. of being like, you're not supposed to find women attractive. Yeah. And then being like, oh shit, but, but I do. Um, yeah. It's just an, an, an interesting one. Like, yeah. these are just the things that I allow myself to think about because suppression is not the way forward. Um, in any way shape yeah. or form that's interesting because i i've actually thought about it and i was like would i date a woman because i i'm the kind of person that like 
you love who you love. Yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Literally. And if I love somebody, I love like like I can't even imagine being like, okay, yeah, dick be good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But I think for me, love is what's more important. Mm. And love, like I like if I'm honestly like loving someone it doesn't matter to me if it if it's a man or a woman yeah. do you get what i'm saying like if the if things don't work with the boyfriend do you know what i mean it's kind of like oh and if i happen to fall in love with someone else who happens to be a woman that's fine yeah. for me do you get what i'm saying yeah. i'm pretty much kind of like this is the first time i've actually said this out loud yeah <laughs> you're fluid like do you know what I yeah, mean? yeah yeah and i've always kind of been and I, I i guess it's something that i've recently explored in the last kind of like two years yeah. i haven't had a sexual experience but it's been think it's been thought process it's been things that i've been thinking about and maybe kind of like and that's the reason why i wanted to write a play about kind of like you know being able to kind of like be true to who you are yeah. and not being not allowing kind of like the conditions to conform who you become if yeah, that makes sense yeah, yeah. um so yeah it's really kind of like yeah it's a learning experience yeah yeah Speaking of love, actually, another topic um, was the good things about being hurt by love, I guess. Because I was thinking about um, previous relationships and I guess what heartbreak has taught me. Mm. Um, And I think one of my biggest lessons um, has been learning to like fully depend on myself. Because I think for so long... I depended on, no, hold on. I put my happiness was dependent on another person. Person, yeah. So um, whether that person was going to validate me in any way. So like I could feel really unattractive. And then if a previous partner said, oh my God, like, Georgia, honestly, you're beautiful. That's It's, it's only then that I would feel beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, I let a lot of guys validate me Mm. and the reason why I say is that I let them is because it's only when they said it did I say okay cool that like it must be true if he is saying it and it isn't well of like of course then because that's what I think of like of myself yeah um yeah so my biggest heartbreak taught me how to be like truly dependent on myself and I think one thing that I always say even up till now is I'm like people have choice yeah like people choose whether they're going to be in your life or not and that could be a relationship a friendship anything people have choice and I think um for so long like I just thought well if you're in a relationship like that's it like Mm. you're not going anywhere they're not going anywhere because your choice is to be together yeah and and I didn't ever think well they could have a choice to leave Uh uh-huh um yeah so I think things things like that I think are good and I think uh, when I speak to some of my guys and like the situationships that they go through or like the women that they've been through blah 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 I'm I'm always like it sounds like and this is gonna sound so fucked up but I'm like it sounds like this chick just needs a really good heartbreak because mm-hmm you like I feel like you just depend on a guy less when you're like you're here because I want you here not because I need you here and 
I think for me, anyone that I I talk to or I date or, or blah, blah, it's not a need. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Like, it's not a need. It's, you know what? I want you in my life right yeah. now. Yeah. And that's it. It's not, oh, well, you know, I'm like, if you leave, I'm going to crumble. Like, if you leave, then you leave. Yeah. Of, like, of course, things like that do hurt. But I'm not going to die. Like, yeah, I absolutely, yeah. oh my God, that's actually nuts because I absolutely agree because I had to have that moment of heartbreak as well. Yeah. And my heartbreak, um, it's interesting because I was in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. um, probably about when I was like, just before I went to uni um, and then we broke up and then I dated somebody else and then we broke up and then I didn't have sex for about, I think, six years. Yeah. There was a long time where I didn't have sex. Um, I was okay with that. Yeah? Yeah, I really was. Six years a long time. Yeah, and plus there wasn't any, any dick that was mesmerizing enough okay, to be fine, like, fair. you know, I was like, one year's passed, two years passed, three years, you ain't got nothing special. I, Did I, you masturbate? No, I didn't. That's the thing with me oh. as well that's quite interesting is that, I can go on without doing anything anything, and be fine. Like I might have the tingling sensation and that's about it. That's really strange because I've actually thought about it. Do I masturbate on a way? When I was growing up, oh, I did. (laughs) I was masturbating for Adam. And I thought at that time it was strange. Yeah, But now not so much. Like I might watch the odd porn and be like, oh, this is sexy. Do you know what I mean? But I might touch myself a little bit. But that was about, like, I can do that and be fine for a couple of months and be cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, after I finished uni, I started dating somebody and who happened to be my friend at first. Okay. And it was cool, whatever. He, was the, he wasn't the one I had sex with, actually. It was somebody else. Yeah. I had sex with somebody else before I had sex with him. But I was like, we're cool, whatever, whatever. But anyway, long story short, I ended up getting pregnant by him. Okay. And that's where things obviously just went to shit. Yeah. Like, it just really fucked up. And this this podcast is going to take a massive turn. That <laughs> no, wasn't my intention. Sorry, guys. Um, I ended up being pregnant and um, I actually had a miscarriage at five months. Wow. Um, and I was pregnant with twins. So... So it was just so mad because when I told him I was pregnant, he was like, get rid of it. And I was like, no, I don't, I can't do that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not in my spirit to do that. And I just didn't want to do that. And he pretty much kind of was like, I'm done with you then. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. I was like, cool. I was very much like, cool, fine. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm pretty much, I'll get up and get on with shit. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's what I did. And then when I found out I was pregnant with twins, I, was, I said to him, look, it's twins, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm giving you a chance, eh? Yeah. You don't want it. He's like, you don't want anything to do with it. Cool, bro. And then when I lost the the babies, I don't know what happened. I went back to the guy, even though he did me so dirty. I was kind of like, because there was a connection that yeah. I had with those babies. And I felt like he was the only connection I had left. Yeah. And this guy did me wrong, so wrong, Ooh. so wrong that 
even when I look back at everything that I went through with him, yeah, I get angry at myself. Yeah, I'm at a better place now. Yeah, of course. But at that time, I used to get Julian. How? how? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. And I had to deal with that. And the heartbreak that was connected with that was because of the fact that I lost, lost. children. Yeah, of course. So that was the connection I had. And for me, dealing with that made me after after that happened to me. I said, Juliana, you need to kind of just learn to love yourself. Because I literally, after that happened to me, it's like I depended on him to make me feel validated, to make me feel like I I was, you know, I was someone. Do you get what I'm saying? Because he was the connection I had to that experience that I'd faced. So I was just like, no, like I want to be in your life to the point where I was just, I was allowing dumb shit to happen. Yeah. Like one day we were together, next day we're not. Next thing he's going to Paris and he's going with another girl. And I'm just like, I was a big woman as well. I was fully 25, 26. Mm. And I was allowing this guy to do this. I said, nah, Juliana, I don't know. I had a, you know, you just have a click moment. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm not going to let that happen again. Firstly, I want to thank you for being so open about that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like honestly, like I I appreciate that. Um, but I do think that when you don't love yourself, that's when you al- allow madness to yep. to enter your life. And that's what and, it was. And you will let and that isn't even just like a relationship. That's friends as well. You will just allow people to run at utter muck. Yeah. And you always find a way to justify it mm-hmm. and, and say, oh, well, like I get it because they're going through da 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 And don't think, well, actually, that's really fucked up that yeah. you could do that to me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, no. It's, it's a lot. It, it definitely took that heartbreak for me to really kind of like sit down and give myself that moment to heal, mm. number one, and number two, to know what I want and know that no man needs to validate the feelings that yeah. I had and plus I was also kind of like I was a very big girl yeah so I was probably about 19 stone so again I wasn't comfortable I, I wasn't comfortable in my skin yeah okay so I wasn't comfortable in my skin I didn't love myself yeah. I felt like being in, in in these kind of like relationships or situations oh my god the guy must like me even though I'm this big girl. Yeah. It, long story, I had some issues, some yeah. deep-rooted issues like, in regards to... You almost kind of think, oh my God, I'm so lucky that this guy's even like, like yeah. paying me any attention. Yeah. And that's what it was. Mm. That's what it was. Then afterwards, I was just like, do you know what, Juliana? Take that time for yourself. Yeah. Really know who you are. Do you get what I'm saying? Really know what you want. Again, it's still something I'm learning. Yeah, of Do you course. get what I'm saying? Because as you get it's older, it's a journey. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah. absolutely it's a journey. And but for me, I knew that after that, whatever experience, whatever sexual experience, whatever you know, relationship experience I would have, I would definitely not need any guy to come and tell me about da 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 da. da. Bye, motherfucker. Yeah, for real. I'm out. And that's exactly what I did with the next guy yeah. that came into my life that I tried to take me for a dickhead. I was like, it's Bye. been cool. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Peace. Bye. Peace. Deuces for real. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think as and I'm 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 gonna speak for women as a woman. Mm. I, I do think it's so important sometimes to take that time out for yourself. <sighs> like whether it's been you've been dating or it's a situationship or whatever. If it comes to an end, 
take that time out for yourself to mm. almost like think about the things that you might have ignored or or, or think. reflection yeah literally just yeah reflect but definitely be kind to yourself mm-hmm. but just take that time to say you know what i didn't like when this and this and this happened and i i need to make sure it doesn't happen again, again. if it does happen again fine don't um put yourself down any further mm. just be like okay cool i need like i have to try that um again and it's like when i think about um when i think about the woman that i was i can still get upset but not because i'm i'm still hurting but but just because i how can i put it it's like i think i can't believe i was ever her when i yeah. think about the person that i am now yeah like I feel like I'm such a strong-minded woman uh-huh. when it comes to how I interact with people, when it comes to my sex life, what I choose to engage in, what I won't. That when I think that the woman before me um, just kind of took any old shit, like I'm just like, George, like, like, like how could you? But you know what? That's okay. La- yeah, for real. It's okay because that experience has made you learn and allowed you to become the woman you are today. Do you get what I'm saying? Because exactly the same. I sit there and think, girl, you're like, really? You dated that person and you allowed him to validate, like just do a madness. But then again, I'll be like, would it it have made me the Juliana I am today? Today, for real. You know, so it's just thinking about that and thinking that, it's okay to experience that you've yeah. experienced it do you get what i'm saying and you've learned from it like you said it hasn't killed you yeah like, you've been able going. to get up yeah. and kind of be like okay let's let's go on to the next thing for real. let's go on to the next for stone real. of life for real <laughs> for real oh man that was a proper moment yeah that was i really enjoyed that though <laughs> um okay so what else was on my list um um we talked about sexual preferences anyway but um so this can kind of relate to the conversation that you had with the guy from twitter the the one that you saw in your uni right yeah how do you gauge or like how do you know if someone's in the into the same type of shit you're into so like let's just say you have met a guy that you find attractive and you're like, cool. And then you're talking and you exchange numbers and blah, 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 blah. And you know what you like sexually. How do you go about finding out if they're on the same wave as you like? Do you know what I mean? Because I think for me, right, I I probably couldn't talk to someone who isn't into the same type of shit that I'm into when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. And then, But how do you find out Exactly. That? How do I find that out? And I think for me, um, like I, I tend to feel like there's an energy that I can just sense. Yeah. Um, or like if I see them and like we lock eyes for just that bit longer where it's almost uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see it. I see it. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. I see you. Yeah, 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 cool. Or like, if we're out together and there's like bare people around, and 
I can tell that we're both checking for what the other person is doing. I'm just like, hmm. That energy's yeah. It's, it's, I mean, also, it's very flipping sexy. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Hmm. What I will say, though, that one thing that probably hasn't helped is when guys try to talk to me now, if I know that they've listened to the pod, I'm automatically, that, I'm that, not interested. Doesn't that annoy you, though? Yeah. I, I, I can imagine. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't know. But if, that says a lot about them, to yeah, be honest. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like... About- I don't know if you're trying to talk to me for me or because of what you've heard, heard. on the pod. Because if you think that, that that's what you're going to get, bruh. bruh. Like, Keep it stepping. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and like, I had to block somebody. Oh, you know what? To be fair, I was in a really bad mood anyway. But um, I had to block this guy because he was just being constant with like the sexual references. And I know that he listens to my pod. And then I can't even remember what he said, but one day he just said something so outlandish. And I was like, cool, blocked. Yeah, that's a douchebag kind of shit right there. If you're about, if you want to like, and this is another thing, like if that's the case, if you're feeling somebody and you're feeling someone in a sexual way and you get what I'm saying, there's this kind of like, there's this kind of like, sexiness the secrecy yeah that only you can feel with that person yeah. or like if you get a vibe if you if you're having that vibe it's okay to kind of just like you know talk to them on the sly or like for example how do you know somebody has that kind of like sexual kind of thing or how mm. do you know what they like sexually i'm all about just let's lay on the table yeah, what literally. do you like talk yeah. to me yeah 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 do you want your balls grabbed oh do you want, what is it? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Do you want me to, you know, massage? Yeah. What is it? What are you saying? And Let's I think have that convo. That's a really good opener. So like, if I'm just like, what do you like in sex? And they might tread carefully thinking, I don't know if what I'm going to say, she's going to find mad. But I feel like for me, yeah, like if a guy says, oh, you know what? I really like choking. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're already there. Like, it's we good. Like, you're we ready? Who you want to go now? Already there, <laughs> and especially if a guy says, "You know what? I like to be choked back," because I don't think a lot of guys admit to that. That's that. That's the. Oh my god, Georgia girl, that's the thing. I find that like my boyfriend listens to this podcast. So it's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we good. He yeah, don't go know on. I'm here. Um, but it's so interesting because. I also like to do the choking. Yes. I sir. like to choke. And I like to see the power that I that also have. have. Oh, God. So when I'm seeing, when I'm like, literally, my boyfriend is literally, either he's on top of me or I'm on top of him. And I'm literally like, hand, I'm literally, he's like, <coughs> I'm like, babe, take this. <laughs> firm it. Take you're it. Fine, you're firm fine, you're fine. it. You're, you're cool. Do you get what I'm saying? Calm, yeah. Because it, it, it sends another level, another mm. sensation to the experience that, that like, just like, don't get me wrong, normal sex is cool, but you know what I mean? You want to, yeah. you want to up it up, mm-hmm. a, like, take it up a notch. Do and you know I what I'm saying? And I think things like that, yeah, it, it also opens up how much trust you have. Yes. Because I'm not just going to let anyone trick me. Let me be serious, yep. right? But like, when it comes to exploring another realm of sex, you have to trust that person so much because you're giving them the entire power. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to choke you, I need you to know that you can trust me, that yeah. I, I will know when to stop. Stop, yep. 
when it's getting too much for you. Yeah. Because I don't need anybody passing out. Exactly. That's long. But but even for me... But the close to passing out is yeah, nice you know, still. Still kind of sexy. I want I want to see some stars. Yeah. <laughs> just a tiny bit, you know. Just like... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I think I want to have it in back. Literally. I don't want to be close to passing out. Like, I don't want to pass out, but... Yeah, want to be close. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but it, it is such an element of trust. And I think, to be fair, when it comes to sex in general, it's such an element of trust. And if I've ever spoken to a guy that doesn't like going down on women, one thing that they say is the trust thing. Because it's it's such an, an intimate act. Like, your face is in my pussy. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So mm. that guy wants to feel like, you know what? She isn't now going to go and chat to all, all of her girls and, like, like whoever else and say, oh, you know what? He ate my pussy out. Yeah. And I, had I him get down it. There. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and it, it, it comes with a level of maturity as well. Yeah. And knowing that a sexual experience isn't, it, uh, having sex is having sex. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I'm not going to go out there and be like, gossiping to every Tom, Dick and Harry and Sally and Helen as well to yeah. let them know, oh yes, you you, you know yeah, Tom yeah. Mm-hmm. went down on me and he did the good, mm. do you get what I'm saying? I think those kind of conversations, like I would, nec- like the only person I would probably even speak to and not, and it's not everything, it's not everything I share with my best friend, but it's something like, we might just have a, a pasta pasta joke. Yeah, of course. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. have a pasta pasta joke with your friend and you like, <laughs> and you keep it moving, yeah. but you know your friend is not going to go and tell like Joanne yeah, and Sally over there. Do you get what I'm saying? But it's, it, it comes with a level of maturity, mm. being able to know that, you know, this sexual experience that I've had, this, this sexual encounter I've had with this person is it is what it is yeah. do you get what i'm saying i'm not gonna go around and start mm. speaking it to people and whatever whatever but i know what you mean having that trust because that's another thing especially like for a long time and i know probably you you might be aware of this the stigma of a woman giving head yeah this for thing so of ah oh, and i'm not gonna listen especially her black women yep like there was such, and I've spoken about it before. There was such a stigma of black women giving head. Yeah. Like, oh, that's dirty. Yeah. I'm not gonna kiss her. I'm not even gonna share my drink with her. Yeah. And it's just like, but you allow me to lick your dick and your balls. Yeah. And you wanted me to eat your ass. Yeah. So now what? Girl. <laughs> so now what? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. Like it, it, it just. It, it was it make so sense, yeah. nuts. And it doesn't help as well when you, when obviously that information is then related to other people and then you're looked at in a certain way Way, and whatever, whatever, whatever. And at one point, like, I still enjoy giving head. I I, I like it, you get what I'm saying? But for at one point, because I used to like it so much, I was just afraid. And because I was like, my dick game, my head game strong. strong. Mm -hmm. I was just like, ah. Even I would like to give you head. I don't know what you potentially might be going out to With tell that, people. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So for me, I was just like holding on to the sacred like yeah. head game. Because mm-hmm. like, do you deserve it? Like, Ooh. do you really like deserve it? Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? So it was kind of like knowing that. But at the same time thinking, well, Juliana, if you like doing it, just do, just it. do it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I think like that, that can be such a big thing where sometimes we enjoy something so much that we add a level of shame to it Mm. unknowingly and then we don't do it yeah and it's just like why would you hold that pleasure back from yourself yeah and as much as i enjoy giving head 
for a guy to enjoy it. I also personally enjoy it for myself. Yeah. So why would I hold that pleasure back from, from both of us? Because I'm fearful of this shame that's come from somewhere. Exactly. Um, And I do get a lot of people can kind of feel... um away when it comes to what other people will think of them. And that's a huge thing. I, I completely get that. And I would never play that down. Um, but I'm just like, whoever you're, whoever you're quite conscious of judging you is probably on their knees sucking dick as well. Uh-huh. Like they're, they're probably doing yeah. the same thing. Mm. And, and I said it before, but I, I feel like women have to get better at supporting other women as well in general it's yeah. it's just and let's stop shaming each other yeah, for real like slut shaming like i think that's still a, like obviously yes it's still a thing but i st- even like when i see on the timeline i still think it's still a thing and we're such a when i look at the way people talk i'm like yes i'm mm. about that yes ta- speak about that bad dick you had or yeah. speak about that good dick you had mm-hmm. it's okay like i want to hear stories mm. do you get what i mean but to the point where you're just like, oh, uh, that's nasty. It was just like, come on now. Yeah, for real. Like, how do you feel about the fact that more women are are comfortable to openly talk about sex? Like, Oh, I love it. Yeah. I like it. Same. Because then it, it gives me the confidence to be able to be openly, o- openly talk about my experience as well. Yeah. Because the more of us that do it, the more it is easier for other women to be able to be open yeah. about their sexual encounters, their sexual mm-hmm. experience. And I think it's so important that we're having those conversations and we're not like, you know, sitting sitting on our hands and be like, oh, I'm just going to be yeah. really cultural and yeah. just like, you know, conservative about it. No, come on now. Yeah, for real. In this 21st century. That's what I'm saying. Like, Honestly, let's real. talk about it and let's learn from it yeah. and let's avoid that nigga that has the bad dick. Do you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, I like, I saw a tweet the other day and I was like, yes. I think the tweet was like, um ladies let's start sharing more so we could avoid so we could avoid the niggas with the bad dick like tell me about the nigger that you yeah. had before and if he's shit or if he's good so at least i know that i could either avoid him or keep it stepping yeah it's so real. true for real, for do you know what i'm saying like let me not waste my time with that Your one time. yeah no honestly honestly like i i completely get it and i think what i enjoy about women being more open is that as much as other women are learning as well i think men are learning a lot as well yeah where like um i've had guys that listen to the pod and then they will message me like i didn't know that and i'm just like bruh yes it'd be happening like yeah so i think the more women openly feel like they have the power to talk about their sex yeah the better for everyone and i also just think like it isn't just about us it's also about the generation underneath us as well Mm -hmm. because they are probably doing the same things that we did at a younger age which we're still almost trying to heal from yeah so i'm just like why don't we just do things earlier and help the younger lot from earlier Uh so they don't almost have to make the same mistakes we did yeah like it's yeah it's it's honestly it's so important um definitely yeah man but i say all the time there's still a lot of work to be done so like i was um reading a blog about period poverty is that what it was called or like a campaign on it and basically the campaign was about um getting dads 
to feel more open about talking to their daughters about periods mm. because it was like something about how girls that start their periods and especially where where mum isn't involved or the dad is like the primary yeah um yeah. how because the daughter doesn't know how to have that conversation with the dad and the dad also doesn't know how to broach that conversation girls aren't then getting like pads and, and things oh like of that because they don't know how to say our oh, dad you know what like i'm on my period and i don't have any pads blah blah, blah. Yeah. so like, like girls are going to school to get pads because they can't have that conversation oh. with their dad at home and i was just like that's so crazy because as a dad or just as a man you know that periods happen so why not have that conversation yeah like i like i definitely don't Obviously, I'm not a man and I don't have a daughter. So I, I don't know how comfortable or uncomfortable that conversation can be. But when I think about the conversation that I've had with my dad, my dad knows like when I'm on, on my period, just because I'm normally like in pain. Um, and as much as we don't have like, oh my gosh, dad, I'm bleeding and it hurts this much. Like, obviously we don't have that. But but if I'm like, oh dad, you know what? My, my stomach's hurting. He's just like, Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I think for me, for the type of relationship that we have, that's enough. Where I'm just like, I know that my dad has an understanding of when I'm on, like, on my period. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I found it quite quite sad. Um. That girls even now don't feel fully comfortable, comfortable about to talk to their yeah about periods because yeah. I'm just like that is quite as a female. Yeah. You're gonna go through it. Yeah. Like, it's it's just part like of our um, biology. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I found it a bit sad, and I was just like, man, like it's a shame that things like that even have to be a campaign because I'm just like, bruh, you're a guy. You've had a child with a woman who obviously didn't have a period because she felt pregnant. Like, yeah. You know how periods work. So why are you not having that convo? With your own child, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It does make it, yeah. That it's an interesting thought, and I, I guess I didn't really think that those are the kind of things that would take place because yeah. I don't know, like maybe because I'm just a ball, ballsy character. I'm, I was like, if I if it was only my dad that was my carer, I'd be like, Dad, yo, like period started. Yeah, and my dad is very kind of like he's pretty much. I remember when I did have my period. <laughs> That was an experience. It happened in church and I was wearing white jeans. <gasps> oh my of gosh. Four days. I remember I had to go to my mum and tap her. She was in the congregation doing Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I, said, um, I think I've started my period. Okay, hold on, Julia. And I remember just like in the toilet, she was wrapping tissue. <laughs> Listen, of we've all, all places, been there. Yeah, real, but of all, all places. places and all things I decided to wear, it had to be white, white jeans. jeans. That's when you came to do your period. <sighs> yes, it's like j- j- God had it just in for me. <laughs> just said, Juliana, look, everybody must know <laughs> in this church today. Everybody will know, <laughs> like, like, wow. but like it, even that, yeah, that takes me back to like days where I've been like where my period has caught me off guard. I, there's not one pad in my bag. There's not one tampon, and I go to the toilet. And sometimes you just have to wrap that toilet up and place it there and, and be like, "Bruh, 
I've never told anyone this. <laughs> I've had some <laughs> mad experiences. The next time round that I, I had a really awkward situation, and God forgive me, guys, do please do not judge me. Um, was I think it was a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously still getting into the swing of things, still not knowing when is the heaviest moments or whatever, whatever. And I went to the dentist. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what? Georgette's, I literally just went, what? Mm-hmm. I was on the dentist chair and I thought I was secure. I got up on the dentist chair. No. And there was blood on the no. chair. I was 13. I literally ran out of there. Oh. I was so embarrassed. Baby Jules. Was... Like, oh my gosh. Baby Jules. Baby Jules. <laughs> no. I was like, what? And then I literally ran all the way home. I didn't have the keys. I was like, mom, please. I just had my period on the dentist chair. Please, I need to go home. It was so embarrassing. You know what? Yeah, like as a, as a woman, periods are wicked to us, you know? Eh. Periods are, but I think they're the naturalist things. They're the most natural thing to come out of a woman, but because the conversations is so secretive and sacred about it, you're you're made to believe that that even though it happens to you, like deal with that in secret. Yeah, like and it's mad because like even now, yeah, like if I'm I'm on and I go to the toilet, guys, I'm really sorry. As in, like (laughs) if you're like a man, I'm very sorry. But yeah, (laughs) like if I go um and change my tampon if there's another woman in in the toilet i will wait for her to leave so the whole the rustle she doesn't hear it and i'm just like georgette she also Also has periods girl but there's still this part of me that is just like you change your your pad or your tampon or whatever you change it when there's no one in there i will wait until the toilet is empty if people are coming in having a conversation i'll just be there like yeah like come on hurry up when you're ready to leave and then always sometimes i used to do it really quietly like (laughs) and especially pads yeah because they're so loud yeah (laughs) okay someone definitely knows now that i'm on a pad And you have to open it like three times and then as well. And the little sticker thing. <laughs> and you're just like, I hope no one heard that. No one needs to know that I'm here today. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, why? It's so real. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always just like, why are you hiding the fact that you're on your period? Other women who enter this toilet, toilet. also have periods, but yes. I will wait because I don't want you to hear the rustle rustle of this packet. Yeah. I'm just like, what on earth? But I think from a young age, there's been this whole, this, this ideal that like periods are dirty yep. and you're unsanitary and mm. you're this and you're that and blah, blah, blah. So it has been like a, a, a thing of you change your pad in secret. You don't tell anyone. And it's just like, okay, you just kind of bleed for five to seven days and then you're done and then you can go on as normal. Yeah. And it's, it's such it's such a shame. And again, I don't want to bring up church, but well, here we go. Um, One of my cousins used to go to, what's it called? Um, like a white garment church. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's called a white yeah. garment church. And Celeste. Yeah. That's it. There we go. And um, I remember... My mum being like, oh, um, she can't go to church because she's on a period. Uh-huh. I said, huh? That's her thing. I said, what? She's like, yeah, like, you're not allowed to go to the church like if you're on your period. Now, I don't know if things have changed, but during that time, time. Wow. I remember her not being able to go to church because she was on her period and because it was felt that she was unsanitary. She wasn't clean. 
Oh my god! And I was just like, and I thought what like in that the world? will stay with a woman. Will stay for, with you like when I'm on time. when I'm on my period. I'm not clean. Yeah. And it's just like, for me, I'm just like, when I'm on my period, I'm not pregnant. I'm just like, whoa. Thank <laughs> you. It came. I did it again. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I did it again. I did it again. Because we know I'm moving mad. Thank you. I can't We know I'm moving oh, mad. So bitch. thank you. So look, I'm just like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it is really, really sad. And I don't know what schools are doing now to prevent girls feeling that shame when, yeah. they're, on, when they're on their period. But it's, it's just, oh, I don't know, man. We have periods every month. Like it's a thing. It's a thing. Do you know what I mean? Even like being with a guy, like it, in a relationship, and then the first time that I go around there, knowing that I'm, I'm on my period, and like trying to sleep so still so I don't leak. <gasps> <sighs> yeah. Listen, yeah. You see, when you're on your period and you're sleeping, anything can happen. Yeah. Anything can happen. Even at my big age, <laughs> I still I still lay down a blanket. Sick. Hun, I put down a towel, a towel that I, I will never use, like an old yeah. raggedy towel. And I said, yeah. you know what? No, because these are really good I sheets. Said, <laughs> really good sheets. Really good and sheets. on top of that, it's not about to go through the mattress. No. Because let's, I will let's still be real. put that down. We're still learning out here with these tunes. <laughs> I'm telling you, we, we, we still ain't got it right. <laughs> but it's, it's a lot like when you're in a new relationship and you're on your period and you're just like, oh yeah. God, like, how am I meant to handle this? Like sleeping in his bed or his sleeping in my bed and not wanting to get too close, not wanting to move too much or or even, and you know, like it happens as well when you wear a pad because no one should wear a tampon to sleep. Yep. Let me just put that out there. Mm-hmm. When you wear a pad to sleep and you kind of like move and you hear it. Yeah. And you're just like, shh, shh, shh. Just relax, chill. Just, just relax. Oh, Periods, man. Oh, they're a beautiful thing. Right. Interesting thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, we are more or less out of time. Oh, I know. It's been so. This fun. has been amazing. Thank you, honestly, right from the bottom of my heart, and it's not just because I'm slightly waved, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, a because you were so like clear of. I don't know if you have people that listen, come on your pod, but I, I want to come on us. Like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like, things like that, yeah. They make me so happy because I'm just like, this podcast is for everyone. I've had people say, oh, is it only for people who are like in the quote unquote industry or people that have like wild sex? I'm just like, it's for everybody. Yeah. Everyone that that has a sexual experience or sexual encounters, come and chat. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, because I learn so much from other people and I... I like the fact that people feel that they learn from the podcast. Yeah. So I'm just going to say thank you. No, thank you for having me. It's such a joy. I've had so much fun. Same. So much fun. This is like the best experience ever. (laughs) So good. (laughs) But um, let people know where they can find you. Okay. I forgot I have to do that part. Yeah. I was about to say, well, it's been fun, guys. Peace. Peace. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so you can find me on my podcast, which is called Artistic State of Mind. We're on Twitter as Artistic SOM. And we're also on Instagram, Artistic um, SOM Pod. Mm-hmm. You can find me on my own um, Twitter, which is Jules Montana 88. I love that, by the way. Thank you. Sick. I, I had a thing for, um, what is it? Jules Santana. Yeah. 
Yeah, sick. a long time ago. And I was like, Jules Montana sounds cool. Sick. And the 88 was the year of my birth. I didn't okay, want to have the 88, but I was just like, yeah, oh, someone okay. else. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, so that's Jules Montana 88. Um, and also you can find my company, which is my production company, which is Purple Night C-O-L on Twitter and on Instagram. I love that. Yay. I absolutely love that. Guys, as always, thank you for listening. I said it before, but you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter. You can follow just the tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can use the hashtag JTT pod. Is there anything else that I'm going to end up? Oh, my God. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we go. Yeah. So I tried a new toy, right? I tried a glass dildo. (gasps) Tell me more. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. First of all, I felt like a real bougie bitch. I was like, this is glass, baby. What? (laughs) We're using glass. It was so nice. And I think when I had like seen it before, like I thought it's glass. Because most um, vibrators that I use are quite flexible. Yeah. So like I was like, this is going to be fucking solid. But it's like, so it's clear and it has blue ridges going like around it. Oh my gosh. That's my alarms telling me to eat. Stop. Um, it was so good and I've never really been one for like dildos in general because I like a vibration. Yeah. Having this glass dildo, honestly, they're a bit pricey, but if anyone's interested, just go and get... So I got mine from Harmony. Um, I'm giving okay. them free promo. That's jokes. Um, in Soho. But oh, it was Are they so called Harmony? Good. Yeah. Oh, Oh, e-harmony is the day. No, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Look at my head. Harmony. <laughs> but I'm sure that you can get glass dildos online because the internet. Um, but yeah, it was oh, it was so good. Like I was actually quite shocked by how good it it felt. Just kind of you guys can't see what I'm doing <laughs> with my hand, but just kind of putting it in there and just feeling the ridges, because obviously like dicks don't have ridges that protrude that much. Any sex toy that has very clear ridges there we go is great and it feels good going in your pussy so um ladies check them out they're flipping sick but yeah anyway as i was saying thank you for listening it's been a great episode thank you for joining me i appreciate you so much for coming on and yeah i've done the socials thank you and bye-bye i know you wanna i know you wanna